The only gross part about a toe suck is if it's in your mouth. What the fuck is so funny? Welcome to Movie Muggin, the father and son podcast that wears tan shoes and pink shoelaces. That's a song, right? It is a song. It's a weird song, right? It's from the 50s, I think. On TikTok, there's a big dance going around right now that people mm-hmm. are dancing to, and I love the dance, man. I love watching people do it. He wears tan shoes and pink shoelaces, a polka dot vest. Yeah, I've heard it. Man. Fun dance, too. Okay. Can you do it for me? Um, you know what? I watch TikTok <laughs> dances all the time and I wish I could do it. That's, that's one that a girl with a ponytail needs to do. Just grow your hair out. <laughs> I used to be able to put my hair in a ponytail back in the day. Long time ago. Yeah. It wasn't a very long ponytail either, but, but I could do it. <laughs> I could do it. I don't know that that counts. Why? Just, and I could a... do it too. And it was the most pathetic half inch ponytail. I could do one longer than a half inch. That's what she said. Do you ever see any of the dances that they do like on TikTok or in your Instagram reels or? I'm not really. Well, I'm on the um, algorithm of dancing because I really enjoy watching people dancing and not just girls with big booties. Like I, I see all sorts of dances on there. Gross. No, I, you got to be careful what you're saying. What do you mean? I mean, I'd say a large population of TikTok dancers are not... 18 or older. No, I don't watch big girl booties dance. <laughs> that, did I say that right? No, I'm not on that algorithm. I, I like um, real. Like, like actual dancing. Yeah, like actual the, dances. I enjoy yeah. I enjoy. I don't w- want to just watch some girl twerk or move <laughs> to where her, only her ass moves or something. I'm just not <laughs> seen it. Not real interested in that. So yeah, I see a lot of like really good dances. And it just, it really, I really wish I could dance. And your mom and I took a big, not big band, uh, swing dance lessons. And we were in the swingers club together. Yeah, we were. And the thing that was fucked up about that is they wanted you to keep changing partners, like a fucking square no. dance. I know. I, d- I went there to dance with my wife, but they wanted you to dance with other people who were like more advanced than you. Yeah, Bertha, and she's all sweaty. Dude, I was the one who was sweaty. <laughs> you remember how bad I used to sweat? Yeah. And I always used to say it was my medicine. It was my medicine because when my medicine changed to another brand, I quit sweating like a 1,200-pound man in the Just fucking summer. Weird. But it was inside. They get all stuffy. Dude, I sweated my ass off in there so much so that I would like apologize to every single person that had to dance with me. Oh, I'm oh. sorry. I'm so sweaty. I got, I'm I'm sorry, I'm so sweaty. It was just <laughs> That's awful. awkward. Yeah, and we'd get done. I'd go get paper towels and fucking blot my head off. But I should get to dance with the person that I brought, right? I agree. Because am I going to be dancing with these other fucking people if I go to some big band dance show contest thing? No, I'm going to be dancing with my wife. And so that's who I want to dance with. Just put something on the TV and move the coffee table out of the way and y'all can just dance in the living room. I could just do it like Napoleon Dynamite. I could go get a VHS at a Goodwill store. Yeah. Pop it in. And you could learn without going places. That's I'm just not that is what very, I would do. I'm just not very good at it. And, and your mom's a really good dancer. Well, how, how many times... I've never seen her dance good for one. And two, how many times have you ever actually tried? Tap dancing is so much different than dancing, in my opinion. Tap dancing shouldn't be called tap dancing. It should be called tapping. But they're dancing at the same time. Maybe I haven't seen enough tap dancing. It's fucking cool. But it's like, 
would you call like clogging like dancing like yeah technically absolutely but at the same time it's not like dancing dancing they're not i sure don't know it is. the it's main thing about it is tapping it's choreographed <laughs> you know it's that's is their the, thing is there a tap dancer in the lobby right <laughs> they're not like the faint sound when i think of it i just think of like someone like jumping in place and hitting their feet on the ground no man there's and way sure more they, to it than that sure they spin or like do something with their arms like that. <laughs> do? Yeah. I don't know how to describe that. Like put their hands together, like over their belly button, and then extend their elbows straight out as they're like going to the side. Yeah. Like somebody slid into the base and they're safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do, but it's fucking safe. awesome. Or when like you, when the, the field goal is not good. I want to get us uh <laughs> I want to get us some fucking tap dancing shoes and just go out that the would driveway. That'd be fun. It would, wouldn't it? I guarantee mom could still do it. Yeah, probably. Guarantee it. Tap dancing is kind of weird. I mean, it, it's it's different. It attracts sure. a weird person, I feel like, to tap dance. <laughs> Maybe it does. You think we have any tap dancers listening to us? Uh, probably. <laughs> tap dancing, I mean, to be real, though, is probably an art that is going to die off it, here it soon. Are, isn't it dead already? Well, I mean, people are still probably learning it, but I'm saying, like, eventually I feel like no one is ever going to learn it again, and it's going to be, like, Latin. You know, just a dead art form. I feel like in the 40s and maybe early 50s, every other movie had tap dancers in it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that too. <laughs> That's going to be a parameter coming up. I'm going to make you pick a movie with tap dancing in it. Oh, God. Because we're going to have Parameters Month uh, coming up sometime after our 200th episode. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son do who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode number 196. Jack, don't even tell me to do a BG song because I'm not going to do it. I'm not falling for that shit again. Not, <laughs> oh, I not forgot gonna fucking about happen. that. Not going to fucking happen. <laughs> Can't believe you remembered that. Well, I edited it and I had True. to hear it several yeah. times. And I'm, uh, you're grounded, by the way. <laughs> that was me awful. Do that. All right, Jack. You know what time it is? Yeah. Well, let me let everybody else know. And I'm going to I'm, right I'm, now. I'm waiting on you. And I'm going to right now because it's lobby time with Vincent Jack. Alright, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobbies. Time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. Alright, last week I talked briefly about this podcast at the end, the Adam Sandler podcast. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you remember what you thought they were called? The Sandler lot? You were close. It's the Sandler Pit. Okay. And yeah, they're still around. They're still well, good uh, for them. Still making episodes. Being so, able to yeah. take that kind of punishment. Uh, their bio says two men journey through Adam Sandler's body of work and decide whether each film or TV show deserves to be buried and forgotten in the Sandler pit or celebrated in the Sandler castle. <laughs> Another great play on words. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> I love it, man. But shout out to those guys. Um, head on over and give them a listen and uh, see how they do with uh, just Adam Sandler movies. God bless them. <laughs> for real. All right, next, Jack. Uh, I don't remember why, but a couple of weeks ago, we talked about worst stripper names, and then somehow it came up worst rapper names. And so I went and found a list of 13, but I'm going to read more than that. Okay. The worst rapper names out there. And these are ones that are used by actual rappers? Yeah, I okay. looked up most of them on Spotify. I think there was only one or two that I didn't see on there, but they are actual rapper names. Okay. And you let me know how many the, that you've heard of. All right, so we got your boy, 
<laughs> I never heard of your boy. And if you're one of those people that says, yo, it's your boy, Jack, fuck you, don't listen to us. You ever see people like that? Hey, it's your boy. No, no. What do you mean? Like Not a, my boy. Like a rapper saying that or? No, like uh, your mom watches like Big Brother. And mm-hmm. when they when they go in there to their little um, room where they mm. talk to the camera, they'll be like, "It's your boy Jack." No, gross. You, you're not my boy. This is Jersey. You're nobody's boy. Fuck off. Jersey Shore people. Uh, you got the the tea bag boys. Okay. You got Pudgy that fat bastard. <laughs> That's fat with a ph. I haven't heard of him. Bus driver. What the <laughs> fuck are these? <laughs> I don't know. How many? Like you got like. 3,000 monthly listeners uh, named I, I don't know. Bus Driver don't, or f- Fat Bastard. And, and here's the thing. Like, uh, we love movie mugging, but I bet there's a lot of podcasts out there that are like, fuck, man, we should have chosen a different name. How many of these rappers, once they start getting a little bit of clout or listens, are like, damn it, I'm fucking Bus Driver? Well, really? What the fuck was I thinking? I don't know. I feel like at the same time, they just lean into the meme, you know? <laughs> they probably have like a big... Is boisterous the right word? Uh-huh. A big boisterous personality. They just driving the and bus. I, yeah, I'm I'm fucking bus driver. You got a problem? Yeah, get on board or don't. Yeah. All right, and then we got that uh, famous rapper uh, Tum Tum. <laughs> I feel like he's sponsored, or he's in like a Tums commercial. Like he did the jingle. You got an upset stomach? You're like, dude. It's like, can I rap for you guys? I, I have a feeling you've heard of this one. I almost feel like you've talked about it before. Dreddy Kruger. Dreddy Kruger. Never heard of him. Okay. You're you're thinking of Freddy Dread. Oh, okay. Um Dreddy Kruger. And it kind of sounds like uh like if I was listening to a group that I liked, some underground person that would be featured on okay. their song. That, I that agree. sounds I'm like he's the only one that you've said where I'm like, I know what kind of music he lis- or he makes. And I'm curious if he's any good at it. So I'll, I'll probably end up checking him out. I was going to say, see. out of your boy, the teabag boys, Pudgy, that fat bastard, bus driver, Tum Tum, and Dreddy Kruger. One of the first ones I'm probably going to listen to is Pudgy, that fat bastard, just to fucking see. Yeah. But if I wanted to listen to somebody who I thought might actually be good, it'd probably be Dreddy Kruger. All right, next we got Ugly Duckling. Nope. Uh, the Teriyaki Boys <laughs> with a Z. God. <laughs> with a Z? That must be from like 1984. Boys. Sugar Tongue Slim. Gross. All right, next is Crunchy Black. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, next, we have uh, Brother Lynch Hung. Jeez. I know, right? Gee, what the fuck? I know. <laughs> yeah, what a great way to build hype. Yeah. And next, we got Brother Lynch Hung, and the crowd goes dead. Uh, we got uh, Mr. Pookie. Young Thugger. That's bullshit. There's a popular rapper named Young Thug. Mm -hmm. Probably stole it from Young Thugga. Hell yeah. Big Pokey. Um, What is is it with Pookie, Pokey? Pookie just sounds like, like, uh, I feel like... It's a term of endearment for your significant other. Yeah, I was thinking like, guys nicknamed Pookie, you're like, I'm picturing him, he's getting like tickled by his girlfriend at the restaurant or something. He's like, stop it, babe. Stop it. This next one I actually like, but it was on the list. Prozac Turner. Prozac Turner. <laughs> it's pretty good. I, I know exactly what kind of music he makes for sure. Something kind of like Lil Xan. Um, Thurston Howell the Third. Thurston Howell. Yeah. Now you probably recognize that name from Gilligan's Island. Thurston Howell was the millionaire who was on that island, and his his was spelled Thurston like T H U R S T, 
and Howell was H O W E L L. This guy's thirsting like I'm thirsty. And Howell as in, oh, mm-hmm. like a wolf. Oh. Uh, next, we have uh, Boob or Booby. It's B O O B E. Okay. Stupid. This one is so stupid. Ack a fool. <laughs> and it's one word and it's A C K? No, it's A C A F O O L. Ack a fool. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Like uh, ridiculous. We ha- yeah. Hey, ridiculous is going to be on the podcast at some point. Please no. No, he's going to be on the podcast. Oh, I thought you meant like you're going to be playing as ridiculous, not just like playing a song. Yeah, no. By him. Um, back when I did uh, stand up music, I had a song called uh, "The Adventure." Well, my CD was called "The Adventures of Howie Feltersnatch," mm-hmm. and uh, Howie Feltersnatch actually had a rap, and uh, featured in that rap was ridiculous. Yeah, very well and, uh, known. One day you will hear that rap. I've heard it. That's a tease right there. Uh, the next we have A to the D, the renegade Jew. The f- what the fuck? That might be what the Inglorious Bastards are listening to while they're bashing people's uh, heads in. Because they're renegade Jews, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, the way I picture it is it's like a, a guy still wearing like the... The suit and having the curly sideburns, oh, but he's 100%, like a little gangster. 100%. Next is Young Leek. <laughs> Pooh Man. The South Park Mexican. I bet he makes good music. Blaze, your dead homie. People are just like, why are they putting like a whole <laughs> phrase as their name? No. Two more. We got Shorty Shitstain. Okay, that's and a, like a fake. Trademark the Skydiver. And you look, these are on Spotify? I didn't look them all up on Spotify, they but I, I looked up, like every fifth one I looked it up. Shit. Oh, you know they're on SoundCloud, too. Yeah. All right, but I thought that was a, a pretty fun list. Some some pretty enjoyable names on there. I agree. All right, Jack, next, what do you say we get into a little uh, In the News with Jack? It's been a while since we've been in, in the news. Yeah. All right, let's see what stories I have in store for you. All right, headline, Hilton Hotel Manager Arrested for Waking Up Guest by Sucking on His Toes. Surely not. Isn't the Hilton, like, nice? Or is it one of those ones that's not nice but has a big name and is really tall? Yeah, I think the Hilton is... Is is up there like, like it, a it four a nice star, hotel. Yeah, three if, star or something? Yeah, like if your mom was like, "Hey, we're gonna go stay at the Hilton over the weekend," I'd be like, "Oh, okay, nice." Anything's better than that shitter in Oklahoma. Yeah, we went I to. know. I don't. God, that looked like someone died in the <laughs> in the shower, then in the bathtub, and it was taped. Yeah, like it was all cracked. Yeah, was, those the sheets were dirty. All right, a routine work trip turned into a nightmare when a hotel guest visiting from Texas awoke to a Hilton manager sucking his feet. Now the man accused of committing the assault early one morning at the Hilton Nashville downtown has been arrested. News outlets didn't list attorney information for the man identified as 52-year-old David Neal. All right, Jack, you're going on a work trip, and you're tired, so you just kind of pass out after a long day, and you wake up to a man sucking on your toes. What do you do? Uh, I mean, I'm going to be pretty startled. I feel like my initial reaction out of fear when I just wake up and there's someone there is, I mean, he's right next to my feet. I'm going to kick him in the face and I'm going to call a phone number. (laughs) I'm going to call room service so we can continue. I bring a bottle of whatever. 
I think the first thing you do is <laughs> yeah, hit the 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 Hank Hill. Definitely. Yeah, I'm thinking nose break with your heel, and then you call the cops or something. That's fucked up. That's that's sexual assault. Is it? I mean, what other purpose of toe sucking is there than some sort of sexual pleasure? I mean, for sure. When you think of sexual assault, you don't think of something related to feet. I mean, it's a violation for sure. But what other kind of crime could non-consensual toe sucking be considered, you know? It's definitely sexual assault. And as a nasty 52-year-old man, if I woke up and it was like a, the like 26-year-old concierge hot lady, I'd be like, well, where'd you come from? Would you, would, would you like somebody to suck on your toes? It's it's not that I would like it. It's that like you're getting the only gross part about a toe suck is if it's in your mouth. You know, that's the only part where you got to consider other things. But if someone's sucking your toe, you're not really gaining or losing anything. You're just like, oh, there's someone's mouth on my toe. Yeah. I'm pretty indifferent about this. I think I would just be reaching down trying to pull them up. <laughs> you're, you're a little south of where you yeah. need to be. Come on up here. And then they keep going back down. You're like, no. I mean, I dig that you're sucking on my toes. It, you dig it? It lets me know that you're down with sucking. But let's... let's And they're into you let's, enough to... Let's bring it up. Be on your toes. Let's bring it up. All right. So what do you think he looks like? I feel like he's... A little sweaty. His eyes are looking a little weird. He's 52, so he could have a horseshoe. All right. You want to have a look? Yeah. There's the toe sucker. Come on. He just kind of looks like he'd be a, like a disgraced teacher. Oh, absolutely. That guy, it'd be real easy to beat his ass, and I think it'd be fun to beat his ass. I'd be like, <laughs> put your glasses on the table. <laughs> well, no. If he's, it's lights out, buddy. If he's sexually assaulting you, why wouldn't you just break his glasses, too? See... I I don't want to hit somebody when they have glasses on. I, I feel that's just really fucked up. It is really fucked up. You know, but he's sexually assaulting you. Yeah, but clearly by expensive. his picture, he, he's been talking to underage girls for quite some time now. I just don't want to hit somebody with glasses on. Yeah. Would you want to hit somebody with glasses no, on? No, I would give people respect, mm -hmm. depending on what they did, and say, if we're going to fight, take your glasses off. And I, I will, too. I don't want to go blind. or <laughs> I, I want to be able to put my glasses back on after the fight so I can see where I'm going. Now, if someone hit me with my glasses on, I think that would be really bad for them because I would get very, very angry. Oh, yeah. I'd probably get more angry than I was before. You just wake up with blood all over you. You'd be like, what have I done? <laughs> totally black out. My hands are just purple. Mm -hmm. There's got just body parts everywhere. You got teeth fragments. <laughs> Just embedded in your knuckles. Yeah, I have to pull one of my teeth out of the side of their head. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of cool, in like a movie scene. All right, Jake. This next one, man. This this is a this is a pretty wheels off story. Okay. <laughs> Just the headline alone in Clearwater, Florida. <laughs> all right, that explains it all. Florida man had sex with a dog in front of people, damaged church property, and a mailbox. An Orlando man was in Clearwater where he had sex with a golden doodle in front of adults and a child. Then he what damaged the? a nativity display at a nearby church, and then he tried to steal a vehicle, police said. <laughs> oh, man. Saturday, police arrested 36-year-old Chad Mason on several His charges. Name is Chad. Including sexual and activity. Mason at once? 
including sexual activity with an animal, exposing sexual organs, and criminal mischief to a place of to a place of worship. And a child. Let's see. You know, like all the other things go to prison, but if you like fuck a dog, I hate you. Like you're rotten. I hate you. According to Mason's arrest affidavit, he knew the owner of the dog and was taking the golden doodle out for a walk in the apartment complex. Oh my <laughs> God. If I let someone like walk my dog and I found out they fucked it, <laughs> I'm going to fucking prison, man. You just think they're a nice guy. They're like, uh, hey man, took your dog for a walk. I'm going for one anyway. Be nice to get some and exercise. he's just butt naked when he gets to your door. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, hmm. <laughs> I don't know about that Chad Mason. Oh. I, I, the only <laughs> Masons I can think of is there was that one on our T-ball team. I remember him. Yeah, he's a trashy little twerp. Dude, he was like three. He was younger than everybody. Uh, but he was a piece of shit. I remember <laughs> hating him. He was a piece him. of shit, man. He was a fucking three-year-old. Well, yeah, but you were like uh, fucking... 60 during that so of course you can't see a little three-year-old like that but i swear he was a douchebag he was a dick i hated him i think a lot of three-year-olds are douchebags and dicks especially if they play baseball t-ball and whatever and then the other mason i can think of he like uh i think he got in a bad car accident because he took too much xanax damn all right, so he knew the owner of the dog and was taking the golden doodle out for a walk in the apartment complex. Then he started having sex with the dog in front of a witness, in front of witnesses, including adults and a juvenile who was uh, less than 16 years old. When uh, he was confronted by one of the adults, he fled and began to wreak havoc in the surrounding areas. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up a nativity yeah. scene. Says he ran into the Northwood Presbyterian Church where he knocked over a nativity display, broke potted plants. Was he naked here? I don't know. That's how I'm picturing it. Maybe. He's Maybe. full naked. He broke potted plants and tossed children's toys from the playground area. Uh, after leaving the church, uh, police say he damaged the mailbox in the adjacent neighborhood and tried to steal a car before he was taken into custody. I guess he knew he was going down and kind of had to go out It'd in a blaze of glory. Hard to believe that meth is not involved in this in some way, Ab shape, or absolutely. form. All right, let's do one more. All right, listen to this headline. Breastfeeding mom fights off bald eagle to save pet goose. Jeez, I mean, how do you fight off a bald eagle? Says, those talons. Fighting off a bird of prey while breastfeeding her baby was just a day in the life of Canadian mom Kate Oakley. As she was breastfeeding her daughter, Willow, daughter's name is Willow, she awesome. heard her pet goose Frankie squawking in front of the house. Oakley could tell there was something wrong, so she peered outside and saw that an eagle was circling her beloved pet. She rushed outside half naked with Willow still at her breast, and the drama heightened as the bird of prey grabbed Frankie, who furiously flapped her wings to try to break free. And uh, there's actual video of this, too. And what a, a mom of the year award. <laughs> oh. that, that, I think that's ridiculous. Why wouldn't she set her child down? I'd rather offer my little baby to an eagle that is clearly hungry than set it down somewhere. <laughs> what? And that's what her thought process was. What are you talking? What? She, she's like, instead of setting her baby down, she's like, yeah, let me take this baby into a fight. Okay. And I'm well, wearing it as a piece of armor in front of my body. So how bad? What a fucking horrible idea. No. What What if um she like laid her baby down to go rescue the goose and the eagle was like, well, okay, you don't want me to have this goose. I'm going to take your fucking baby. Well, that's why you laid down inside and then shut the damn door. Well, it was a spur of the moment, man. 
I don't know. I think baby's hungry. Well, yeah, spur of the moment. But I mean, aren't moms supposed to have this like the most crazy instincts ever of like protection? So so why like you're having a gun battle with your neighbor and you're like, I'm going to keep my baby in front of my chest. No, you're going to set your baby down inside and shut your front door and then yeah. fight. Yeah. So that's yeah, mother of the year award. Yeah. And she was totally, Jeez. totally topless, too. Like your your mom never breastfed y'all topless. Yeah, it's like why well, you don't have to. I uh, know it's probably more comfortable than having your shirt just flopping out, under, just flopping out a boob. Uh, isn't it weird? Pumps. There's like pumps. Oh yeah, that's weird. Well, why is it weird? It just is. You you pump your milk for later, just in like in case I, you gotta I, go to I'm work not, or something. Like I'm not that. saying that that part is weird. That it's like, why would you pump it when you can do it fresh from the tap? I'm not trying to say anything like that. I'm saying, like, if I walked into a room and a lady was doing that, I'd have, like, the same reaction as if, like, I walked in and someone was masturbating. <laughs> you know, it's like, slowly back out and shut the door and turn around and go somewhere else. It feels, it's just, like, wrong. You know, like, when a dog is pooping and they're looking <laughs> at you like that, I feel like it's yeah. the same kind of thing. Like, it's, it's kind of, like, fucked up. There's something that feels inherently wrong about putting a penis pump on your nipple and juicing it. <laughs> Pretty sure those are different. <laughs> so would you ever try breast milk? It feels like so wrong. And I mean, I don't like milk anyway. I like chocolate milk only. Put some Nesquik in there. There's Give it a try. <laughs> something about the thought just, it gives me like a slight dry heave feeling. How did you feel when you first drank mom's? Um, I was like, man, this isn't that good. <laughs> yeah. It's and then, you know, like cows, like their milk's a little more pure probably because they don't have like McDonald's. <laughs> like, you know, their diet is a little different. Yeah. That's gross. I wish you didn't tell me that you tried it. <laughs> but obviously if I, if I had a wife, I'd have to be like, you know, I'll try it. I mean, it's different. It tastes different if it's been pumped. And it tastes different if it's just been squirted in your mouth. Um, so I'm just letting you know, there's a difference. Actually, totally notice the difference. In no the way, no way. <laughs> Actually, did you do that? Yeah, I was like, opened my mouth and she and just, that's funny. just grabbed her teat and just squirted it. Kind of hit my face a little bit before it went in there. It's like it's. I don't know what it is. It's just. <laughs> I find that to be kind of gross. <laughs> Didn't happen, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I feel like. Uh, uh, no, I feel like mom would be the limiting factor in, yeah. in that experience being yeah. had. Like I could I, you probably said it. <laughs> you, I, I feel like I could totally see you. She like walks into the bedroom and you're laying on the bed and you're like, open, open, and yeah. you like have your your mouth wide open. You're like, come bet on, I'm I'm ready. But you can't hit me. <laughs> yeah, I've been. I feel like she she's the type who would like punched your arm and then gone and did whatever she was about to do. I think she just rolled her eyes like she does 40 times a day and just kept walking. <laughs> just that's just good. It bothers me. Yeah. I feel, and it's probably warm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not coming out of there cold. Yeah, that's not, you don't, warm milk is, I don't, nah. I'm not sure she ever pumped her boobs, though. Like, I don't think, I don't think we ever had a breast pump. Well, we might have. And we didn't get breastfed that long, Well, you right? Uh, your sister did, but you just didn't take to the teat. So we ended up doing like, I think, formula for you. Um, I, maybe she did pump her breast. Maybe we should call her, find out. 
I don't think she's going to be happy. No, I'm not, I'm not going to make that phone call. <laughs> yeah. not going to make it. Some things are better left unknown. Yeah, I, I think I dipped my finger in it one time and just touched it to my tongue to see, and it's just uh, not that good. Not that good. I just milk. I told her, you can do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> and that was In the News with Jack. All right, Jack, one more thing. Um, we have probably about... I don't know, close to 35 things hanging up in the, the podcast studio slash viewing room. Yeah, and, probably. Uh, a lot of real cool um, movie type shit. Uh, if you noticed when you came in today, there is a, there's a piece of cardboard that is covering up something new that I have for the uh, the podcast studio slash viewing room. Yeah, and I uh, I also noticed you're up to something fishy. <laughs> so I, I usually I'm just chilling in my room and he's like, all right, like, Come on, get your ass in here. We're ready to go. But today I walked in early and I, he was scrambling so bad and he like covered something up right as I walked in and I was laughing my ass off. Cause you're, you made me leave and so now there's a piece of cardboard covering yeah. some picture on the well, wall. You're never ready for the show ever. So <laughs> I come in here, I get everything ready and then I call you in and usually you're just like, uh, just a second. Yeah, I'll be in there a little bit. Even like though, 10 minutes. even though you fucking know that we were going to record, and you know that I'm up here, but you're like, oh, yeah, I'll be in there in a little while. Okay, whenever whatever. I feel like it. All right, what's what's the deal? Am I going to get up and? No, 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 no. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, unveil. Okay. So I'm gonna go pull a couple tacks out of it and just drop it to the ground and uh, let me know what you think. Okay, I and mean, I, I have no idea what to expect. I know it looks pretty big. Yeah, it's if that rectangle outline is the frame, it looks pretty large. Well, um, <laughs> well, get up. Okay, okay. We'll still be able to hear you if you talk from five feet away. I didn't even notice you had the stepping stool right there. Yep. All right, Jack, are you ready? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so, so stupid. It's like a... What is that, like a foot and a half long Ryan Reynolds head? <laughs> I feel like that needs to be moved. Where? I don't like looking at that. <laughs> That's not even a very good picture of him. He's not even smiling. <laughs> it's a good one. They didn't have a whole lot of choices. <laughs> that was my favorite. He looks like he's like witnessing something kind of sad. <laughs> well, he's watching our podcast. So he kind of is in a way. I don't like him. He's in the corner of my vision at all times. <laughs> and he's looking right at you. Put him like behind me. No, or? absolutely not. He moved that Joker one over there no. and then put him above your seat. Nope. He's either going to go there or right behind no, me. No, <laughs> not right behind you. That's where I'm looking. <laughs> no. Gross. Then, How much did you pay for that? I had an eBay gift card. So I think I ended up, I mean, it was like 25 bucks or something. I, you know how people have like cardboard cutouts of like actual like people? Yeah. I wanted like a Danny DeVito one for over there. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to see it. But every time I walk in, Danny DeVito's chilling in the corner. Okay. Yeah. Let's get one. I've seen a Barack Obama one before. They they have a, uh, a fat Steven Seagal one. It's $70. <laughs> of the head? No, the whole body. <laughs> That's... Oh, if it wasn't that's too much. If it wasn't seventy dollars, like if it was like maybe forty dollars, I'd totally buy it and let you just walk in and see that one day. And then let me burn it. <laughs> All right. Well, that 
so stupid. Yeah. Wait, I, does he have a tooth showing in the middle? <laughs> I don't know, does he? It looks like his... It's so great. It looks like his lips are parted just for... <laughs> you see that? I hope they are. You need to that put bothers? that on, put a picture on Instagram. Of oh, 100%. What the fuck you've just done. 100%. <laughs> it's greatness. That might be my least favorite thing in here. No. I I hate that. No, I wish we didn't have that. No, you're you're going to It works for the joke that you look like Ryan Reynolds. Exactly. <laughs> and that's about it. No, it it kind of breaks up the things a little bit. It's a great addition. I and mean, maybe it's it's too big. No, I could have got a smaller one, but I'm like, no, got to go big. That thing goes from like my neck to my waistline. <laughs> it's big. Let me find out the exact. Shaking uh, my head right now, by yeah. the way. Let me find out the exact uh, measurements of that. So it was uh, 25 bucks plus shipping. Worth every penny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it measures. <laughs> it's uh, 22.8 inches in height. Dude, that's <laughs> 1.2 inches off two feet. I know, I know. And it's uh, 17 inches wide. <laughs> and it's awesome. So it's a foot. <laughs> that's a foot and a half wide? Yeah. Well, almost. And almost two feet tall. Jeez. And people are making these? Hell yeah. <laughs> so they, they have a lot. They have a lot to choose from. I'm sure. So I've been wanting to get a big Ryan Reynolds head for a long time. Because there's nothing better than Ryan Reynolds' head, you know? Okay. But nowhere would do it because I didn't own any photos, and so the, I think everything was copyrighted. And yeah. So I just kept searching, and finally I, I found it on eBay. I'm like, boom, sold. I'd have paid 50 for it. So on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 you love it, and 1 you couldn't be any more disappointed. Where do, where do you fall? <laughs> I'm a, like, I need a, to a time to adjust. I'm at a 5 right now. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. Uh, because it's... I wouldn't necessarily take it out, even though I don't like it. Now, if there was no inside joke of you and Ryan Reynolds being secret doppelgangers or mm -hmm. twins, I'd be like, why? I don't like that. I would have never bought it. That's the only thing holding this together for me. It, okay. It's funny. I just hate I hate seeing it all the time. <laughs> I can see it when I'm looking this way. I can see it. Again, it was going to be there or it was going to be behind me looking right at you. Yeah, and it's... It's just, it's too large. You got, it's way too damn big. It is not. I, I would shrink it by about half. No. And, and it would just be better. No, it's, it's better because it's big. That's, I mean, yeah, it's more comical. Yeah, absolutely. But it's just the, it's too fucking big. <laughs> That's the greatness of it. And he's looking at you. No he's matter, looking at you too from yeah. your angle. No matter where you go in this room, he's, he's, <laughs> he's watching. He's watching. All right. I am a, uh, Creepy. I'm very happy with that purchase. Like very, that. very happy. <laughs> very happy. All right, Jack, got anything else? Hey, Steven Seagal, come sit on my dick, honey. <laughs> uh, I am besides that, no, I don't have anything else. Every week you fucking send out these uh requests or on the air audible love notes to your main squeeze, Steven Seagal. And I'm getting a little tired of it. And I think the listeners are getting a little tired of it too. <laughs> I'll just stop asking if there's anything else. Cause every time I seem to ask that you're, you're just like, uh, you're just, uh, professing your love for the master of martial arts. <laughs> master of martial arts. Yep. Man. I hate that guy so much. Doesn't sound like it. He's awful. He's evil. Hey, Steven Seagal, come sit on my dick, honey. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> All right. And I forget every week. <laughs> 
and then you play a new one, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, sadly, that's that's the last one now. There, there won't be any more of those. Mm, yeah, totally. You got too much sick satisfaction from doing it. <laughs> All right, what do you think, Ryan? You got anything else? He looks disappointed uh, in your love for Steven Seagal. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie. So it's weird. This movie, when you look it up, it says 2022 in some places and 2023 in others. Um, And currently it is in theaters. Can we say that? Yeah, we, we can legally rent it. Okay. Just, hey, Ryan Reynolds is watching. Okay. Give a shit. So you do some seedy shit over there. He's going to see everything you do. Okay. <laughs> um, it's rated R. Runtime of an hour and 31 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 94% and the audience gave it an 88%. IMDb gave it 7.2 out of 10 stars. Uh, I didn't really want to look at much, but the more mothers tell us that there's some violence and some cigar and cigarette smoking. Okay. Oh, all right. Violence, huh? Yep. It's uh, hard, common. Hard to believe. This movie is called Sisu. Hang on. It's on my list because I saw it the other day. The trailer said a very specific thing that was like caught my attention immediately. Oh, yeah. I wrote next to it, um, Finland, and I wrote Nazi. Mm-hmm. I just remember I watched the previews. Threw it on my uh, list <laughs> and didn't know what it was. That's what I wrote. Yeah. So I don't really remember anything about it. In the trailer, it says John Wick meets Mad Max. And I was like, give it to me. Okay. <laughs> give it to me. Hey, Steven Seagal. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Um, This is two movies in a row where Nazis are going to die. Hey. I, Welcome I'd to May, to, Nazi killing month. I'd love to. Wow, that that could be fun. Um, yeah, I bet this will be really cool. All right, you ready to do this? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2022's and a half Sisu. Yep. AKA Jack Porn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What box did this not check for you? Boobs? No. I mean, that's not... <laughs> that's like a running meme. That's not even like a box that needs checking. Man. I think this whole movie didn't go exactly how I would have directed it. Okay. But it's about as close as you probably could have gotten. Okay. Can't wait to hear uh, where you would have taken it differently. Because okay. I just can't think of anything. I wouldn't have... Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, all right. So this movie is called uh, Sisu. Did I say that? I think I said that. Yeah. 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 So Sisu is a Finnish word that cannot be translated. It means a white-knuckled form of courage and unimaginable determination. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it fits. So first of all, this movie, like I said, it's jack porn, and it's a bunch of uh, of killing. Like, if you like movies where Nazis get killed and you like war movies and you're okay for some brutality, do not listen to this podcast yet. Yes. You should see this. Watch this movie and then come back and listen. And I I don't tell people very often not to listen to us, but I'm telling you right now, don't listen to this. Experience this this firsthand with no spoilers. Yes. Because, damn, was this wild. Yeah. And normally I don't give a fuck. We spoil shit all the time. I I don't fucking care. But we don't usually watch movies 
that are in theaters yeah. right now. I mean, listen at your own risk, right? Absolutely. So let me give it the 50 cent tour. This is about a uh, a guy. How old do you think he was? 60s. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. I'm thinking like 63, 64. Yeah. And he, he's just out living off the land, and he finds some gold, and he decides, well, I'm going to take it into town. And along the way, he passes some uh, Nazis, just a, a company of Nazis with a tank, and they let him go because they're like, oh, he's dead anyway. And then he comes across another group of Nazis, and they find out he has gold and tries to take his gold, and then he just... Uh, Slaughters them. Yeah. And, <laughs> and basically, the rest of the movie, they're trying to get his gold. They're trying to kill him. They can't kill him. He slaughters them. Um, the yeah. end. All right, let's, fest. let's see what the internet has to say. During the last days of World War II, a solitary prospector crosses paths with Nazis on a scorched earth retreat in northern Finland. When the soldiers decide to steal his gold, they quickly discover they just tangled with no ordinary miner. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that is true. Man. <laughs> so it, it, just, it just starts out with this old dude, and he's just digging holes because he's looking for gold. And uh, he's living like in a teepee just in the middle of fucking nowhere in Finland. He finds a shit ton of gold. And like I said, in the 50 cent tour, he is going to take it to town to cash it in, man. Become a rich guy. Not have to work another day in his life. Although he fucking would. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So as he's on his horse, him and his dog, they come across a company of Nazis. And you got a truckload full of uh, soldiers. Then you have a truck that has about seven, eight women in it mm -hmm. who were Finnish women that they'd kind of been having their way with. Then uh, you have a, a tank with the tank commander, which is like the, the officer, and then his second in command, and then, of course, the driver. And uh, they all eye him up and down. One of the guys is about to shoot him, and the, the commander's like, no, 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 just let him go. He's dead anyway. So then he comes across another group of Nazis whose like trucks— three or four. Yeah, their, their tank or their truck or whatever they had is, is broken down. And, you know, they're the typical bullies like, yeah, oh, what you got in the bag there, fucker? And, you know, they make him get off his horse. Oh, he has gold. Yeah. Awesome. And so then it's like, okay, just let's shoot him. And then they have just this fucking awesome shot. He's angry. It keeps doing this shot, too. And it's a close-up on just half of his face, his eye. And it's just getting madder and madder and madder and madder. And he's shaking. Yep. He has a big brow, too. Yeah, and then he just takes his, his knife and puts it right through, completely through. In, in one temple out the other. Yes. <laughs> in, in one swift motion. Mm -hmm. He just 180s. Chink. Was not ready for that. And the other two Nazis are just like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. And then he kills both of them. Yeah, He well, he kills one, and then doesn't he use that guy as a meat shield while the other guy's shooting at him? Hey, I, I wrote it down. Okay, so I have uh, angry eyes close up. You got head stab, you got meat shield, because he, he oh, used the guy as the meat yeah. shield while the other guy was shooting at him. Then I got... Um, I snapped the other, the last guy's leg or I got something. jaw shot, because he grabbed a gun and he shot right up at the bottom of the guy's jaw and, and it blew it, out the top of his head. And his hat flew off. Prison shank. He grabbed his knife yep. and he just... Right in the one guy's the fucking side. Best which is, ways to kill him. It's one movie. of your favorites. Yep. Uh, then the helmet bash. He took off one of their helmets and just over the hand. Head, right <laughs> in his face. Yeah, over and over and over. This is all fucking, oh my God. Yeah. And then Jack came and we had to pause it for a little <laughs> bit so we could go change his underwear for the, first, for the first time. We had to pause it. And, and you said so we could go change his underwear. I had to supervise. You, you wanted to sit That's in it. That's wishful thinking. I stood outside your door and I said, you better change. 
So, no. Yeah, the second time I let him go change all on his own. <laughs> I think he came about three times. Yeah. You got a load in your underwear right now, don't you? <laughs> uh, hey, Ryan Reynolds knows. He knows you sat in I that chair. I forgot he was and, there. And came four times watching I this I forgot movie. he was there. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, when the when the episodes are over from now on, you have to like kiss your two fingers and go over there and no, touch Ryan Reynolds. I think cheek. I actively like it less in this room with him in here. <laughs> I'm serious. You'll get used to it. You'll get used to it. I don't like it. <laughs> oh man, that was I, a that was a fucking man. I don't even know what to say. It's it, a wild opener. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a wild introduction to what a badass this guy was because. You're just, okay. I, I mean, you knew he was going to get through them. Yeah. There was no question. You just didn't know the brutality of how he was going to get through that. And his resilience is insane. <laughs> yeah. It's like, there's like three different self-surgery kind of moments, oh. and they were brutal and yeah. gritty. And then he just, he got hung. And then for whatever reason, he like stabbed part of his leg into like this bolt to take off the pressure off his neck oh yeah and then <sighs> a plane flew over and it shook the ground and so he slowly his rope started slowly going sliding off and then he got freed and then killed it was crazy he killed the co-pilot and then had the main pilot fly him back to where the guys with his gold was but he was on the outside of the plane and he took the noose that he was hung with, put it around the pilot's neck, and then whenever he wanted to land, just jumped and held onto the rope. So he hung the pilot, who then crashed the plane that was then in the way of the convoy that has his gold, and then so begins the final section yeah. of, I want my gold back. He, he did a fucking Tarzan <laughs> off of the plane. It yeah. didn't show it, but no. they're like, that's my rope. I hung that old guy with my rope. Yeah. The pilot's been hung. The plane has crashed. You just got to piece together. How did he do that? Yeah. I mean, we're kind of jumping around because there's yeah. a whole lot of other shit that happened before that. So <laughs> one of the things that I loved, and then we'll kind of get back to the action, is this movie, it would throw up chapters. Yeah, that's the best way to do a movie. Uh-huh. And, and it had it in, in the bright yellow letters, a la Quentin Tarantino-esque. Mm -hmm. uh, the first one was chapter one, the gold, where he found the gold. Then you have chapter two, the Nazis, where he comes across the Nazis and fucks them up for the first time. Then you have chapter three, the minefield. That so was a crazy section. The Nazis who let him go realize there's way too much shooting. They What what happened? We need to go investigate. So they have to turn around uh -huh. and they find the Nazis they had just passed that were fine, all dead. Mm -hmm. So they're like, like oh, shit. And, they, and then they find a gold piece. So they're like, this dude has gold. We got to go after him. Mm -hmm. So they start going after him, and they're shooting at him with the fucking tank, and he gallops away. And then next thing you know... Well, he, he's on a horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the Nazis, they don't come after him anymore. And we're like, okay, that's kind of weird. And then next thing you know, there's a big explosion. And the Nazis are like, ah, <laughs> they're kind of laughing because uh, the horse stepped on a mine because they're in a minefield. The horse blows to bits, and uh, the old guy... What's his name? His name is uh, Koshi, the Immortal. Koshai, the Immortal, is what they call him. I didn't remember. Yeah, I wrote it down. I didn't think he had a name. Yeah, well... Oh, yeah, I forgot, but the, there's a whole... Yeah, one of the chapters is called The Legend. Yeah, he's... All right, so he's a tall tale come to life, Yeah, is what he is. He's the guy that people tell stories about that doesn't really exist, mm -hmm. but existed for the sake of this movie. 
Crazy. Yeah. So they roll up on him and he's, yeah, he, he's picking up all his gold pieces because when he flew up in the air, <laughs> his horse got blown to bits. Yep. And uh, he's picking up all his gold pieces and they, and they kind of let him pick up his gold pieces. Then they're going to shoot him. He picks up a rock and he throws it, perfect aim at a mine and the mine explodes. Which is like a, a smoke screen. Yeah. And he can kind of do some things, uh-huh. whatever. Yeah, and basically they start the commander, who's all in movies are always pieces of shit, treat their men like rats. They're like, you go. Yeah, doesn't, like, doesn't go, even, go walk in the fucking minefield. Doesn't even know their names. Nope. And it's a company. If you're a fucking company commander, you know your your soldiers' names. And you could at least say, Hey, Private Jackson, uh, Private, well, Schmidt, or whatever you are since you're German, go through that fog. Niederlander. And get Sims, right? <laughs> but he's like, you and you. So those fucking, th- those guys don't respect him at all. No, the, they have to. It's fear. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, of course, they're like, he's like, go kill the guy. What's the big deal? It's the beginning of the movie. We mm-hmm. don't know how powerful this guy is. So then his guys are just like stepping on mines and shit. And then one got a mine thrown at him and it hit him right in the head. Yeah. Exploded him. From the smoke of a, the mine explosions, a mine gets thrown yeah. with the activation button hitting the guy's forehead. <laughs> so <great>. He evaporates. <laughs> and they're like, oh, <laughs> and yeah. he's like, you two on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's crazy. Then both of them die or whatever. And one they jump scared you. Yeah. Even <laughs> though I knew it was about to happen, I still got jump scared. <laughs> And then he's just like, fuck it, the commander. He's like, fire. And the gold pan that he had been mining for gold or in the river or whatever, panning, mm-hmm. I guess you call it, he just is Captain America moment and is yep. just backing up and they're all shooting at, he knew what level they'd be shooting at. They're not going to be shooting at your ankles. And it was the one time that it was totally accurate. <laughs> they, were all, yeah. they were all center mass and mm-hmm. where he happened to be holding ding, the shield. Ding, ding, ding. Yep. Yeah, just blocking it all, and he evades them for that uh, for that point. Yeah, and they don't know where he is, and they're worried about the minefield. So two of the girls, uh, they, they made uh, get out in front of the tanks and, and walk. They attached them with rope Yeah, the hip. And so, you know, that was their, their minesweeper, basically. Yeah. And uh, they find him. Passed out underneath it. Well, no, he was passed out underneath the truck, and then he gets underneath um, one of their trucks. One of their trucks. He's just hanging on. Cuts the gas line. He's covered with gas, and uh, then he goes down by the water. They try to get him. Oh, they send a dog after him. He lights himself on fire. Yeah, he his thumbs are so calloused <laughs> yeah. that he holds... Like, imagine you're holding a bomb detonator. He held the match like that and just rubbed his thumb on it. Chink, And now he's completely covered in fire, and we were both like... Wait, what the? Uh-huh. But it was, I mean, the dog didn't run after him because he's on fire. Dog was like, pass. And and I think it, it could have served as a distraction of, holy shit, he's on fire. Yeah, yeah. And, and so they started shooting at him, but he jumps in the water, and they send a boat with three guys out on it, and one by one, they send uh, two of the dudes in. One gets his throat slit, and he starts sucking on the guy's neck, uh-huh. getting getting the oxygen. I guess, yeah. Um. <laughs> so I think... The guy's last breath <laughs> became his. Yeah, because it, he hadn't breathed uh, breathed it out, so yeah. it's not. I don't know at what point it turns into oh, man. CO two. It's crazy, but he got the <laughs> oxygen before it had. No, so then he's down there longer. The other guy comes down. There's just bubbles and then blood everywhere yeah. oh, on the man. surface, and then the last guy in the boat, 
he just starts paddling away. He's like, fuck this shit. Because um uh the main character, he like surfaced just enough for the the boat driver to ah! yeah. and so of course the Nazis shoot him for deserting and main character paddles the boat from underneath all the way to the other edge mm-hmm. and just starts going again. Well, and he, so the sniper tries to shoot him and misses, and he's like, fuck this, and he gets on the, the tank and starts shooting at him with a fifty cal, and that's when you have the second meat shield, mm-hmm. which, I'm sorry, that a weapon like that cuts people in half. Yeah, that's, you're not meat shielding. But again, that. this is... This it doesn't is a, matter. This is a tall tale. But so, then again, it, it doesn't matter at all because he didn't need a meat shield. You know, he could have been shot by the 50 cal 12 <laughs> times and he would have just created staples out of wire and stapled his shit shut again. Yeah. So that was Minefield. The next chapter, chapter four, is the legend. And that's where you learn who this guy is. He, he's known as Koshai the Immortal. He had left his dog tag at the minefield. Mm-hmm. So then the officer picked it up. They find out or whatever. He's a Finnish commando who was so off the rails that the Finnish army was just like, dude, go do your own thing. It and just left him alone. The Russians had killed his family. They uh-huh. Basically, same kind of thing as John Wick. They take, and they don't know what they've unleashed yeah. because they took. Yeah, and so the, the lore goes that he killed over 300 Russian soldiers mm-hmm. uh, throughout his time. And so the general who they'd been in contact with tells this company, Dude, turn around. You're, you only lost seven? Yeah. You're lucky. Yeah, exactly. Please don't. Just turn around, man. But the uh, the captain or whatever, he's like, dude, we're losing this war. We need that gold so when we get back, or we can go like to Norway right now and live the high life with this gold. Yeah, they're going to turn us in, have a horrible life because you're a Nazi. Yeah, so they... Um, <laughs> their great idea is they find his dog, which is a cute little dog. Oh, yeah. And they... they Put a, a hand grenade on the dog. It was like a stick of TNT. Okay. All right. Yeah. And they, they like strapped it on the side of the dog, and he quickly realizes and throws it, but it was too close. It detonated in the air, and so he was knocked out, and that's where they, they hung him. Yeah, they put rope around his neck, and it's not the, like, where you fall and hang. It's like a slow, mm-hmm. we hoist your body up. Yeah. Well, I think Jack said, well, he's already been hung like 33 times and, and survived it. Yeah. I, I was thinking the same thing, uh, man. Because yeah. at that point, you just know there's nothing they can do to him. I mean, you blow his leg off, he'll just sew it back on. Mm-hmm. Or he'll he'll uh, find some makeshift staples. I was thinking Elmer's. Like, like he did. Elmer's glue. Staple it back on. Or just he'd grab like a wooden plank and then shove it in the, the hole where his knee is and <laughs> just start walking on it. Yeah. I mean, he could fucking do anything. It was it was crazy. And that's not even the craziest part. <laughs> but so then after he gets hung, like like Jack says, somehow he he manages to get some rebar in a hole that's already in his body to take off some of the uh the weight of his body on the noose. Mm-hmm. And he just waits for something to happen. You know, he can't wiggle his way down or anything like that. So he's just hoping something will happen and he'll live long enough to to be okay. Yeah, so he's just waiting there. You know, his dog is underneath him, like mm-hmm. whining. And then a plane flies over and it shakes it. And so then his uh, the rope is slowly moving down towards the ground. And it's like doing it in jerky movements. Yeah. So he keeps falling on his neck yep. every time. And then he just gets off and the co-pilot guy is like, this bastard's still alive. 
And of course, the other one is smoking a cigar, looking away. And he's like, yeah, shoot him and shoot the dog. And there's only one shot. And uh, the main character had kicked that Nazi in the leg right as he was about to shoot him. So the shot misses and his face slams into something hard on the ground and he dies. And the guy, the other dude with the cigar is like, I said, shoot the dog. I said, shoot the dog. And then he finally comes and he sees his friend is dead and the guy's gone. And that's where the plan emerges that he's going to ride on the outside of a plane and hang this guy. Yeah. I wish we could have seen that. And then Jack finally comes uh, a second time as well, (laughs) (laughs) or maybe a third time by then. So that was uh, chapter five, Scorched Earth, because when he walked into the town where he was going to turn in his gold, he went over a hill and it's just completely on fire. And then um, we get to chapter six, which is Kill Them All. Great chapter name. Mm -hmm. All right. So he he has crashed the plane to stop the convoy as they are on their way to uh, catch a plane to Norway or something. Mm -hmm. And um, the girls on the the truck, there's two Nazi soldiers in there. And uh, one of the Nazi soldiers is like, dude, it's him. And the other one's like, no, we left him hanging. He's like, dude, I'm telling you, it's him. And one of the girls starts uh, laughing, giggling a little bit. And the Nazi's like, what the fuck is so funny? (laughs) And And she tells the story of him and she's like, dude, you're already dead. Yeah, and, you've been dead. That's what I'm laughing uh-huh. at. You and your boyfriend are dead. And he just starts kind of laughing. And then you hear the, Ugh! and there's like a knife in the other soldier. And uh, then the other one looks out the window and uh, gets, what was that the first pickaxe kill? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. And, and then flung his body out. And then the main character just, it's one of those like convoy trucks with the canopy. Mm-hmm. And he just like walks in sees all the girls and he shows all the fucking Nazi machine guns. Mm-hmm. He has like like an MP40 for everybody yep. just slung over his shoulder. So he gets uh, the girl who was telling his story. She's driving a convoy full of girls with guns and they pull up side. <laughs> Talk about how um, they got the driver out of there. Oh, yeah, main character's on the top of the roof, just stabbing his knife through the roof over and over until it just lands in his skull. Yeah. And then what, they throw his body out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But can you just imagine being in your car and trying to get away, and you just see a knife come mm. down like five inches from the right and it's, then from your left and a knife in the top of the head? They just reverse oh. the, oh, I'm crawling through the vent cliche. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like with uh, Paul Blart mall cop. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of similarities between uh, yeah. Paul Blart and uh, Mr. Like Koshai, the immortal. Uh-huh. Um, we need to do a compare and contrast between uh, Paul Blart mall cop and this guy. One's a good movie. One's a bad movie. One's tough as nails. The other one, if, if he forgets his sugar, he can't do anything. <laughs> and he has to eat a hairy lollipop. Um, but, yeah, the girl's driving the convoy. And she gets side by side with the other convoy full of Nazis. Without a canopy. Yeah, and she just looks at the driver and he looks at her. And then all the girls open up that canopy, shoot all the guys in the truck, and the driver just smiles and shoots the other... uh, Mm -hmm. The girl driver smiles and just shoots the other one right in the head. So then they're all gone. And then he he hops down and uh, goes after the tank. So... The second command comes out and they they have a fight and they both basically fall off the tank and the and the tank goes on. You got the driver and the commander 
and he's about to really fuck up the second command Mm -hmm. when you have the motorcycle with the sidecar with the machine gun pull up and you're thinking, okay, how's he going to get past these guys? (laughs) He lifts up his pickaxe. Just points it at them Uh and looks very menacingly at them. They throw down their guns and they go the other way. Yep. And then he leaves the second command, the sniper who who's tried to kill him multiple times. And you're like, what the fuck, man? Just fucking, we both wanted him to use that pickaxe. And also in the very beginning, you're shown that this guy is extremely despicable because he was like getting dressed. Yeah. Uh, leaving like the cart of girls. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's besides the commander, the biggest nasty that you want dead. Mm-hmm. So you're like, why is he leaving him? Yeah. And then all the girls come through the fog with all their guns. In slow-mo. Yep, and he's just crying like a baby. And he was crying like a baby whenever the main character was hovering over him. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. Yeah. Nice revenge. Yeah. So he gets on the motorcycle, and he is trying to catch up to the commander who's getting in a plane. And uh, he's like, they're going right towards each other. The plane's about to take off. He's on his motorcycle. And he's shooting him with a machine gun. And he nicks the pilot in the neck. Yeah. and well, then Bad enough for him to bleed out. The plane goes over the motorcycle, and you just see him swinging his pickaxe. And he's fucking pickaxed himself. Not himself. He's <laughs> he's pickaxed the plane. The underbelly. And he's holding onto the handle as this plane's flying through the air. Ridiculous. I know. But again, tall tale. Yeah. Which was, which was fun. I, you know, after a while, you were like, oh, come on. But then you embrace it. Yeah, he's invincible. Yeah. This is how it is. And then uh, <laughs> his pickaxe comes loose, and he ends up catching himself uh, on, uh, like, the landing gear. And then he just starts hitting it with his pickaxe, trying to break it in. I, at that point, I thought, he's just going to start biting his way through. <laughs> like he's just going to start, yeah, tearing into metal James Bond. with his teeth and, and spitting it out. He gets inside he's the plane. Eat it. You have he's the final regenerate. Yeah, the final boss fight, which he ends up uh, attaching to a bomb and then... Uh, Dropping him out of the plane. <laughs> yeah, and then the 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 pilot's dying and he, he's dead. And so the plane takes a nosedive. And so he, he grabs some straps and straps himself in the There's no parachutes. Can. He looked everywhere. And he it, just went down hugging his gold yeah. and strapped up. And it went... Seat belt. Nosedive straight down and completely disappeared. Mm-hmm. Completely. And then a couple of minutes later, he crawls out of this mud without a without another scratch on him and uh, gets back on a motorcycle somehow. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, rides it to the bank and then dumps out all his money. He's like, give me large bills. Yep. <laughs> crazy, man. And then it's over. And he didn't say one word until that point. Yep. Not one single word. Which I liked. Yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. It was good. Hey, so I got a question for you. At one point in the movie... I think I said uh, something like, uh, I bet he dies in the end, gives all the gold to the girls. Mm-hmm. And then I said, uh, oh, he's going to hook him to that bomb and he's going to drop out the Bombay doors. Like, I predict things all the time. Is that a dick move to say those things out loud? Generally, when you say something like that, I'm near the same page or on or I've already thought of it. I mm-hmm. don't know. I would say like as a general, like, yeah, it's a dick move. Not to me, though. Okay. You know, because I say things like that, too. And I I talk some during movies, which I think is a dick move, but I can't always help it. But throwing out a prediction, say you had like three friends over and you're watching a movie, you just be quiet. But if it's just us two, and I feel like we, I've been trained to view movies a similar way as you, just I mean, we've done this podcast so long. Yeah, it's a good upbringing too. Yeah. (laughs) 
I had already thought about the bomb thing, but I hadn't thought about the girls. But if it turned out that way, you know, it's not like if you throw out some sort of wild prediction that is like, who the fuck would have thought of that? That's a little different. But when it's something that's that at that moment, it seems like this goes one of two ways. He keeps the gold or he dies and gives it to the girls. It's like, oh, whatever. Don't matter. Yeah, I would have figured it out. In the next 10 minutes. After I said that, I was like, fuck, man, if that really happens and he didn't think about that at all, that is kind of a dick move. So I, I'm I'm going to work on that. I'm yeah, going to try not to I, do that. because I got things to work on, too. Like, part of me is like, why do I fucking say that? Am I trying to sound like I'm all smart and I got it figured out or something? What's, what's the... It's cool to be like, it's always better if you make the prediction known. <laughs> and, and, and then you're like, dude, yeah, nice, cool, I knew that. Like, if you're watching, what's that spinny word tv show where the wheel of fortune yeah if you're like watching that together and you're like i know the puzzle it's this and then you get it right woo yeah instant validation mm-hmm. but if you're like oh i knew that yeah uh, sure you yeah did. right sure schmuck i suck at that game <laughs> me too M- mom is your mother's so good at it and uh, I, I just feel like an idiot when like we don't watch it but we we used to watch oh, it mom used to always and, and watch she would it. get it all the time and i'd just be like i feel like a fucking idiot i don't want to i don't want to watch this anymore it makes me feel stupid there was one i saw i think on reddit and it was all empty and it was like this is the only one you'll ever be able to solve with no help and i was like what and i was just staring at it and then it instantly came to me it, it's rick roll it's never going to give you up, never going to let you down. And I was like, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> that yeah. is such an old meme at this point. Like, it hasn't been funny in years, but it still happens. It's it's annoying. It's The joke is dead, so please treat it with respect and, and leave it alone. Well, but it's been dead a long time. So when something's been dead a long time, you can kind of resurrect it's, it again. That makes it, yeah. Have fun with the newer it's generation. part of the meme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it's dead, like, yeah, it's so dead, it's not funny to the point where it's funny. So, like, if People's they, reactions of anguish. Have you seen A Christmas Story? Forever ago. Okay. All I remember, leg lamp, mm-hmm. and he beats up that piece of shit ginger kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so if they ever redo that, then they need the Rick roll in there. You know, he's waiting for his, like, spy kit to get there um, so he can, uh, like, there's a radio show that gives you a code. And you get this spy kit that comes in the mail. Why were spy kits so cool, but they were the most garbage toys imaginable? Yeah. Um, like, here's a microphone and an earpiece, <laughs> but it's not actually a microphone. You you put it up to a wall, and you might hear something through it. Dude, they used to have x-ray glasses that you could order out of the back of a comic book. That's right? bullshit. They, they, they had all sorts of that's, shit. They, that's called a scam. Dude, there was all sorts of ads in the back of comic books, and, and one of them, like Spanish Fly. Have you ever heard of Spanish Fly? No. So it's it's fucked up. But back back when I was a kid, like we didn't think there was anything wrong with it. So if you put, it's going to sound really fucked up saying in in today's age. So Spanish Fly was uh, something if you put it in a in somebody's drink, it was supposed to make them horny. <laughs> <laughs> not, okay. Not roofied, but horny. Right? I mean, either way, it's pretty I know, bad. I yeah, know, you're but, drugging someone. But, dude, this was back in the seventies. So you know, this was, was sold in the back of a comic book. Yeah, there was ads for like sea monkeys, which they made look so fucking cool. Like they had them outside a castle with with fucking little tridents and shit. But all they were was like little miniature like shrimp things, right? You you could what? yeah you could send off for that. You could send off for ant farms. 
there, there was some ad, I can't remember what it's for now, but it was like, are you tired of getting sand kicked in your face? Because there was this guy on the beach who was all skinny <laughs> and a big guy came and kicked sand in his face yeah. and then took his girl. And it was like, this is going to teach you how to muscle up, Spanish fly, um, all sorts of x-ray glasses and spy shit. And you know, obviously it was all fucking garbage mm -hmm. and you can't get away with that shit now. But it was cool to pretend. It was way fucking cool to pretend. I could never afford anything in there anyway, but me and my friend plotted, we're going to get some Spanish fly because there's some <laughs> girls on our street, man. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put a couple drops of this in yeah. the drink. They're gonna be all horny, and we're finally gonna get lucky. <laughs> finally, yeah, it's like Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, if they would have known what Spanish Fly was, yeah. they would have been all over Sa it. Save your emails. I was a fucking like a yeah, that's a thirteen year old and uh, teenage we, boy. We got all thing. excited about that stuff. You know, I mean, it's probably just fucking drops of water. You know, why would they call it Spanish Fly? Well, because it's from like Europe, man. So you know it. You know it's oh, good. Oh yeah. Okay, because, yeah, Spaniards got that yeah, romance. Damn right. I mean, if Antonio Banderas gave you lovemaking tips, you would take them, wouldn't you? Yeah. Fuck yeah, you would. And he's got a ponytail and a smooth voice. So does uh, Steven Seagal. I wish Steven Seagal was dead, man. I cannot handle... Uh, <laughs> his finger's on the button. It didn't sound like earlier you wished he was dead. Hey, Steven Seagal, <laughs> come sit on my dick, honey. No, no, don't. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of similarities now that I think about it between Antonio Banderas and Steven Seagal, right? They're, no. They're both badasses. Oh, you know what? Please. So fucking Koshai, the immortal in this, he fucking Steven seagal a dude. Broke his arm, just snapped it, a la Steven Seagal. And it's when you said that out loud, move. I said Steven Seagal has never done that. <laughs> yeah, he has, man. That's all that I've, fucking guy does is break I arms. I would love to watch live... Steven Seagal's limbs be tied to horses and they all run in different directions. That's not what you say all the time on this I would podcast. love to see that live. I hate that motherfucker. I hope he rots in hell for sucking at everything. <laughs> you know what? No, no really good particular reason for me to say I want him to rot in hell. I can't understand how he was ever popular. There's so many clips of him at like actual dojo places with tons of people watching. You know, he's wearing all black and the people coming at him are like 15 and they're wearing all white. And he's just like, you know, it's like 95 degrees and he just finished walking up six stairs. So, you know, he's fanning himself off because he's a fat, fake martial arts piece of shit. And he's just doing that same movement, movement at them. And they're just doing quadruple backflips and falling. And everyone's like, woo, yeah, Steven. Well, I feel another Parameters Month coming up. Maybe uh, it'll be between a movie with tap dancing in it or uh, possibly another Steven Seagal, maybe pre-2015 this time. All right, so just thinking about some of the badasses that we've done recently, like Ninja Assassin, John Wick, and uh, the dude from Avengement. We said that nobody could ever fuck with Ninja Assassin. Like, it's just impossible. Mm -hmm. What about this guy? No. No? Not even close. What? He doesn't die. Yeah, no one shot him in the head. He survived. Or cut his head off. That's what Ninja Assassin does best. He would sew it back on. I mean, if he took his gold, sure, uh, maybe he would stand a chance, but I don't, I don't think so. I mostly said those things as a joke. You know, I, I said during the movie, oh, his head's going to get cut off and he's going to just put it back on. But no one dismembered him he was only he only had holes put in his body and so we've only seen that and he got beat up really bad but that's because 
I don't, I don't know. He just kept looking angry at the guy. I feel like he just let it happen. Yeah, but Ninja Assassin would dice him up in one second. He'd have him looking like a bunch of ham cubes, you know? But I would put him in second place behind Ninja Assassin. So while you were talking, it it made me think of crossovers. Like what Marvel did with like having Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy together mm-hmm. and things like that. Wouldn't it be cool if people could be like, you know what? I dug your Matrix. I dug it a lot. And they'd be like, you know what? I dug your sushi or sushi or whatever this movie's Sisu. called. Sisu. Sisu. Sushi. Why don't we get together and put our characters together, see what happens? Like there could be so many great movies that they just decide, you know what? Let's just fucking combine these two somehow and do something with it. Wouldn't that be fun? Potentially. But then again, a lot of these people in these kinds of movies that I've uh, had a long track record of picking, they're not so much team players. Like John Wick, Lone Wolf, basically. And he gets a little bit of help. Um, Then this movie, he saved the girls and helped them, but he operates alone. It'd be hard to put a bunch of these lone wolf badasses together in a movie and expect it to come out as clean. It would just be interesting to see, though. Uh, Yeah. Or... It's just not as cookie-cutter as all the Marvel Universe characters who are all bred with one purpose, or well, two, and that's teamwork and friendship. (laughs) But, you know, they're... It was, I'm sure it was super fucking easy to put all the Avengers together with Guardians of the Galaxy and whoever, whatnot. It's still fun to see characters come together like that. So let's not put badasses together. Let's just, uh, let's just drop Koshai into weird science. Remember when those motorcycle gangs like popped into that, that house? Maybe just Koshai just kicks in the door. Uh, He could kill everybody except for the hot AI lady. (laughs) He just gets together with her. No. Well, that's Steven Seagal's gal back then. They were together. I forgot about that. Yeah, so and I the, think if Koshai tried to walk off with Kelly LeBrock at that point, mm, I think we'd see a fucking battle royale for the centuries. Let's put uh, let's put Koshai in green room, and then uh, he could help all those punk rockers uh, get out of the neo-Nazi hell. Yeah. He already had the fucking scar. He had insane scar. He had the box cutter scar. Yeah, he survived a box cutter <laughs> like that guy in Green Room. Either like, that, or like the biggest circular saw blade man. was spinning and dislodged and chopped him in half diagonally through the torso. Or, or Country Bears. Let, let's put him in Country Bears. You have Christopher Walken who's who's trying to fucking sell off the place where they where they used to do their concerts. They don't need to fucking go on the road and get the band back together. These are just sounding like B movies at this point. <laughs> These are just sounding bad. Maybe for a future lobby time. We should uh, come up with a couple of characters to move over into another movie. Awards show. To make it interesting. Okay. Dude, we're four fucking episodes away and there's, from our award show. And we can fill an entire award show just with these things. Uh-huh. So I, I, I say we could put that in there. The award show is going to be long, but it's going to be fucking awesome. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go back to around episode number 100 and look up our award show and just get a little uh, little taste. It'll be like Spanish fly for our upcoming awards award show. You'll be fucking horny as hell to think, hear it. All right, let's get into favorite parts. Um, The beginning, when he walks past the Nazis and finds more, and just you finally learn what he's about, and he just um, kills everybody in spectacular fashion. That is the very best scene, and 
it kind of sucks that it was never as good after that. The first kill in the movie was the best kill. And I was like, this is a 100. The knife straight through the side of the head. I did. And I told you, I was like, I didn't know I needed that. Like, that was <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, the only time you see something in one temple and out the other is a, a gunshot, you know, some sort of execution. Never a fucking big Bowie knife or whatever the hell that was. Like, how cool was that? And it was in like a moment of like, it keeps building it up. They're all laughing. And the guy with the MP40 to the main character's back is turned around, not paying attention. And it keeps cutting from that to his eyes all angry. Mm -hmm. And so you're like, okay, what's this guy made of? And you didn't expect that shit. And it's very as bloody movie. It was that that's just the best part, hands down, because that's where the hype was built up the most. And when you really learned what the fuck this movie was going to do. Exactly. Yeah, mine too. That was the best part because there there was some buildup. You knew that something was going to happen, but you didn't know what. You didn't and, know and the really, severity. I didn't know for a lot of this movie if this, well, I say a lot of this movie. I didn't know at the beginning that this guy was going to be the John Wick of this movie. Like, I, like, I knew it would like, be. I, I didn't know because I couldn't remember anything from the trailer other than what I wrote down, Finnish and Nazis. And maybe I just watched like a little bit of it. Maybe it was a TikTok thing. And I was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'll, uh, I'll just yeah. uh, put that on my list. But yeah, I was like, okay, it's an old man. Is an old man really going to go on this rampage? And uh, yes, he is. It's also a different kind of rampage. It's like a John Wick rampage is him with like two guns fighting a club filled with 89 people. And, you know, he's ruthless with his aim and precision and he's killing all of them. He His game is offense. But when you get someone who's like old like this and you can just put them with this particular backstory of resilience and then, you know, he wasn't that good of a fighter and he was pretty good, but you don't have to be that good if you can't really die. You can keep going. Like me and my friends were having this debate of what do you think is the most powerful superpower? You can't pick like, oh, Superman, because he has everything. He's He could beat Jesus if he wanted to. It's the worst superhero ever, in my opinion. Um, Wears his underwear on the outside of his uh, Yeah, outfit. stupid. Yeah. And he flew around the, the the world backwards to rewind time and save Lois Lane. Pretty cool. <laughs> I've watched all four old Superman movies when we drove to Florida when mm -hmm. I was like nine or whatever. And three and four. They were fucking awful. Mm-hmm. I still watched them because yeah. I figured we'd be there by the time they were over. But no, I just ended up watching four of them on the little Panasonic DVD player. <laughs> and it wasn't worth it. An eight-inch screen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was awful. What's the best superpower? Oh, my friend was like, time manipulation. Because you can do all these different things. Not if you're dead. Yeah, and I said immortality. Because it is guaranteed that this will last forever. Yeah, because time manipulation... Let's say you're asleep and somebody puts a pickaxe in your head. You can't manipulate time at that point. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're done. I yeah. mean, it's, it'd be a great power for sure. I would never want immortality. No. And that shit would suck dick because then I would have to continue the podcast by myself, mm -hmm. you know, with all new fans and everything. That would suck. Everyone around you is dead. Yeah. And you, you'll just slowly become a monster. 
Yeah, you know, you're you're hearing all these um, scientific things these days about how they're learning the de-aging process with working with rats and all the, all this all this stuff is coming out. I mean, it's going to be a long, long time before they do any kind of trials on human beings, and and I'll be long gone before they ever really start using that on the general public or whatever. Before you can ever buy shit like that. Although with AI, they may be able to put it together sooner than that. Yeah, but I'm just thinking. Do I want to be like 75 if I make it to 75? Do I want to be 75 and now it's like, okay, well, you can uh, you can live forever, you know, I'm, or you can live 100 more years at the current age you're at. Do I want to be fucking 79 and live for 100 more years? No. You know? Short answer, no. No. Long answer, yes, if yeah. they're... If there's de-aging. Okay. You know, well, yeah, de-aging. Like if immortality sure. comes out and I'm 90 fucking years old, you you bet I'm not opening the door when, yeah. when they're knocking. Hey, would you like to sign up for clinical trials of immortality? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> yeah. and you, then, You'd press the the button, the front door, and they, they'd fall into a <laughs> pit, of, pit of stakes. But if, they, if they're like, hey, we can make you a 25 forever, it's like... Uh, that's that's a much better deal. Mm-hmm. Like we can give you a hundred extra years at twenty five years old or thirty years old, whatever your magic number is that you want. Then yeah, sure. Yeah, that de aging pill is going to come out the day after I die. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because right before they call my number, just gonzo. When you were saying if I make it to seventy five, I literally thought of like a month later, mm-hmm. the immortality stuff comes out, and I'm just like. Fuck! You dig me up and see if you can shove it down my throat. Spritz you with the solution. Yep. Solution of life. Or like Jason, you could I could get struck by lightning when you have your pitchfork in me. <laughs> this is so dumb. Yeah, that was a terrible movie. All right, bucket of chicken. I'm main character. He didn't eat the whole movie, and I know he expended all of his energy. What did you just do? What was that noise? I was, I don't know. Is it? Shaky breath. I know. Did you come again? It sounded like you came again. Gross, dude. Uh-uh. Don't look me in the eye as you're coming in your fucking shorts over there. I don't have shorts on. Even worse. He's got boxers. Yeah. How do you have that many boxers that, that aren't splooged in after this movie? You turned <laughs> I kept out. going and changing. Yeah. I thought this was casted perfectly. Yeah. The, the Nazis were... You just wanted to punch them they're by gross. looking at them. Yeah, they're real fucking gross. But you know what? They look like soldiers would look in a war where you don't get to take showers and shit. Yeah. So I thought they did a great job on that. The gore special effects was really, really good. Yeah, it was fun. Legs flying through the air after stepping on mines. Bodies just blowing apart. When he's performing surgery on himself, that was that was some some good shit. Just real, pretty fucking realistic looking shit. I, sure. I would think. So the makeup and all that was was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. You know, the... Convincing, but fun. Yeah. The, this movie, while being pretty serious, never took itself that serious. No, no. Not after a while. Like, yeah, not after a while. With some of the... When he was running with the guy dead body on his back when <laughs> yeah. the 50 cow was shooting, mm-hmm. the blood effects didn't look that good. No. But it was fun. It, yeah. It, it's, this is great territory for a movie like this. Or you can make it gory, crazy action, but also fun at the same time. That way you don't have to commit super hard on making it all perfect. Mm-hmm. I thought the setting was fantastic, too. Absolutely. It was, it was beautiful, but at the same time, it was just uh, it was a war zone mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, I mean, you got to give it to the main character because he was 
It was just a, a fucking badass revenge Nazi killing machine. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> score time. This part is very hard. For a long time, it was a 100. I'll be telling you today, it's not. <laughs> Thanks for telling me today. <laughs> I'll, I'll be telling you right now. Okay. No more delay. It's not. Okay. What what uh, what what flipped? I mean, the final fight versus the big bad, the German leader. You know, you were like, he's not fighting back. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter. He'll live forever. He's just going to get punched in the face and then lean back up and mean mug him a little more. And then... Basically, he kept repeating the same motion that got him punched in the face mm -hmm. easily before. And only then did he click the guy or like attach him to the bomb and drop it. And then five seconds of him falling later, he blows up completely unsatisfying death. And you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with his strong suit not necessarily being his fighting, but his resilience. Like, that's fine. But I, I was bloodthirsty. I wanted some more. <laughs> And no movie knows how to do that tastefully throughout the entire movie. There's always a point where they fuck up. And while I said nothing was wrong with that fight, because there technically wasn't, I was left wanting more. You know, he had one pickaxe kill, and he didn't really get to see it much. Because the guy leaned out of that canopy truck, and you saw one part of the pickaxe, and then the guy's body just kind of got flung out. I would have loved... Something similar to the my favorite kill was the big knife through the head. Yeah. How how do you how are you ever strong enough to do that to somebody? And then two, like, how about a fucking some sort of pickaxe? Like, you know the 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 sniper guy slash second in command, he's like crying there. He put the pickaxe up to his head, and that's when the motorcycle pulled up. I would have loved for that motorcycle to pull up as he was like golf swinging into this guy's neck or head or something that would cause some sort of explosive gore. But when it came to the last two villains, I was unsatisfied with their deaths. I think this movie, it didn't progressively get worse, but after a certain point, I was like suddenly much less invested in it. Let me stop you there before you give me your score. Were there better Nazi kills in this movie or better Nazi kills in last episodes in Glorious Bastards? Did you get the Nazi kills of this caliber in Inglorious Bastards? No, I not necessarily. And that movie's better. That's <sighs> so that's so hard because in that movie you get to see their heads get the swastika carved. You get to see a guy get beat to death with a baseball bat. And that that's pretty good. But in my brain, in this movie, Sisu, that we just watched. I'm having trouble remembering any kills that were that good compared to that knife through the head. You know, I think they... Knife into the top of the head was pretty fucking good. Yeah, but, you know, the, like... The shot underneath the chin that blew out the top of the guy's head, that but, was pretty good. It was pretty good, but... I, I've the, just, the prison shanking, I'm, that was pretty fucking good. But they're not... That's your favorite move. But they're not... I'm thinking more unique here. I've seen prison shanking. I've okay. seen shot in the bottom of the chin or whatever. And maybe not to this degree. Have you not seen somebody get their ass beat with a baseball bat before? To that degree in what movie? Yeah. I I couldn't tell you. Swan did it in The Warriors, man. Not, I said the baseball to that Furies. degree. Every prison shanking is to the same degree. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah. I mean, it's not original, you know? I, I know. I mean, you can't make anything original anymore. Yeah. But... 
it's it's hard. I want to say I prefer it in Inglorious Bastards overall because the minefield scene, while it was really good, I I did not like the kill where he threw it and it hit the guy in the forehead. I thought that was you know, while this movie was all about being over the top, that was almost too over the top for me. So it wasn't for me because it was like, yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. But right after that, you get the story of who he is. And so at that point, you're like, okay, yeah. I, can, I can buy it now because this guy is that badass. He wasn't just an old man anymore. It, it wasn't necessarily for like, I feel like the best way to describe it is I just thought it looked corny okay not not the act of it the act of it is damn he just threw a fucking mine at that guy and yeah. blew him up it was more how it came out like a fucking custard pie yeah and it perfectly yeah. like he 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 launched it like a shot put yeah and, and then it hit the guy and then the next frame there's nothing yeah you know it was like it, uh, like it, it, it was teetering on the edge of that was almost way too b movie for me i don't disagree with that and I, I think that that's fine. I mean, I, I feel like I still have to give this an A just because it was wild. And really, this movie just kind of had a, a bad case of the we're not that good at endings for my taste. The ending, nothing wrong with it. I just needed more blood. I'm going to give this I'll give it like a 93. All right. You know, it's it's only fair that it gets an A. It had a lot of awesome parts. It was fast paced. Great characters, titles, the chapters, I mean. That was awesome. Amazing setting. There was basically virtually nothing wrong with this movie. Yeah. Virtually. Yet, I can't give it 100 either. After that that first uh, scene where all that killing went on that you and I both gave our, uh, that was both of our favorite part, I was like, oh my gosh, what the fuck have we just gotten into here? Holy shit. This is going to be fucking amazing. And it stayed really, really good. But that was the highest high. Yeah, but that's all this movie was. Like, there was nothing else to it other than him killing these guys. And, and then... Then not dying. He, he gets... Yeah. <laughs> and then killing these guys. And so I can't tell you what it lacked, but it lacked something. Some other kind of, like, maybe substance to it or something. I, it needed more kills. Well... Because for a while there... You know, when it went chapter six, mm -hmm. kill them all. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Well, they did. Yeah, but, you know, like, I wanted more action out of him. Mm -hmm. But there's a whole truck full of Nazis that was, it, it was, they took four seconds to show that they were all dead. I, which, it was cool. Their bodies are getting sprayed up. I appreciated and, it. And it was ironic that it was like the girls that they had held captive so long mm -hmm. are now filling them full of lead. It was good. And I really did like that scene. Could he not have helped a little bit, you know? Yeah, I see, I was fine with the amount of killing in there. And I'm fine it, too, just, but I just, just I wanted different. That's just all this movie was. Which is yeah, it's not which no isn't, problem isn't necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> but at the same time, the it was like pony. and again, I don't know what else it needed or I would have wanted, but I just felt like there was something missing. I needed a uh, a pickaxe uppercut. Well, we, yeah, we know. I we know. <laughs> I was fine with the amounts of deaths, and I was fine with the the ways of the deaths. I really didn't have a problem with any of them. I thought they were all good. Even the final boss, I enjoyed that one as well. Strapped his ass to a bomb. And you know? see, that's good. 
Yeah, but I'm just going to keep saying the same thing. I yeah. was left wanting more gore. There was no okay. gore there. Dude, there was a fucking shit ton of gore in this movie. Um, I know. I don't understand. But in how, a movie all about gore, how can you have too much? All right, so... I've made a let, point. Let's just watch a movie. Let, let's just watch that part over and over where he stabs the guy in the head for an hour and 30 minutes. Is that your 100? You're I, ridiculous. I know, you're ridiculous. Of course, it, watching it the same 30 seconds of you, a movie for an hour and a half is not a 100. Do you, do you want a movie where it's just, all right, I'm going to kill this guy with a pickaxe? Next scene. I'm going to kill this guy with a fucking fork to the eye? Next scene. I'm going to yank this guy's nuts off with a, with a fucking tractor? Next scene. Well... And this is that movie, what you, would that satisfy in a movie where that would not this movie, the scene you just said, how it's just this guy killing people in different ways over and over. That wouldn't change nearly anything about this movie. That's fine. But I, I would have liked more. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, so I'm giving it a 91 again. Very fair score. It's not, you know, that's all it was. And that was OK. I mean, it obviously it was OK. I gave it a 91. I don't know. Just one hundred. Just one hundred. That's it about all I can say. Lacking something mm-hmm. that is hard to put your finger on without sitting here and waiting and taking up a bunch of time. Yeah, exactly. Which, which I've already done rambling. Yeah, that's all right. I'll cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. You got anything else? No. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 196 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we have a website. <laughs> I was trying to get it all in one breath there, and I said, <laughs> we have a website, <laughs> moviemuggin.com. You can go over there. We have a couple of links you can click on. One is our merch store. Um, we do have a 35% off coming up uh, soon. Not sure when. Go back and listen to our old episode. I think it might be now, though. I don't know. Go check it out. Uh, I actually did buy something. I bought a uh, Bad Samaritan shirt. So I'm looking forward to that getting here. We also have a link for Ask Jack. Uh, so if you'd like to send a question to uh, to Jack to answer on the show, click on that and there's a Google form there. If you leave your email address in there, I will get in touch with you and send you a movie mug and sticker. Haven't given away a movie mug and sticker in a while. You know what? If you want one, email me. and uh, We do have a lot. Yeah. And I will, uh, I'll send one your way up to, <laughs> let's say up to 25. You don't get 25, but like if 25 people email oh, me, I will I was send like, it out to 25 people. If someone says they want 25, you give them that? I'm like, and we have a lot, yeah, but we, we're going to run out kind of quick. Yeah, we do have a lot. So look, if you want one, email me and I'll uh, I'll get one to you. We also have a link on there for uh, all the movies that we've mugged and they are in alphabetical order. So if you want to see if we have done Independence Day, just scroll on down to the eyes and you can see that we, I'm not going to tell you, have to go look. You can also listen to episodes on moviemugget.com. So if you're sitting in your cubicle, uh, just go ahead and uh, press play. Yeah. Especially when your boss walks by, you will get a raise. Pretty much guarantee that. Keep headphones on. (laughs) No matter where you're listening to it, if you think you're alone, still wear headphones. I say some, well, both of us say some pretty risque things. Hey, but don't keep us to yourself. You know, if you have a friend that you think would dig us, let them know. Tell them all about movie mugging. Unless you're afraid of losing them forever. You know, why do you keep like countering every time I'm talking about people listening to us? You're like, well, unless you're there. Well, well no, don't do that. Oh, put earbuds in. <sighs> Fuck that, man. One, because it's Play funny. Play loud and proud. And two, you got to be careful. Not everyone can handle talking about having a bear come in their mouth or talk, just talking about various semen-related things. They need to fucking get over the, themselves. All the gore. You know, that what that one guy's like, man, Jack needs a therapist. Uh-huh. Y'all are horrible. Yeah, you know, clearly some people can't understand or handle the 
Well, uh, we don't ever get that dark because when we get that dark, I it doesn't see it out. the light of day. <laughs> yeah, so it's like if anyone ever gets offended by this, then you gotta lighten up. Yeah. So I'm saying you can't show it to just anyone. No, I disagree. You know, I think your mom would think we're hilarious. You want <laughs> me to show it to her? No, you gotta use correct judgment. All right, well, I'm editing all that out. <laughs> just make sure it, you, you share us with everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Raise your kids on us. That's exactly Raise what I them just the right said. Way. That he's editing out. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for listening to us, and uh, you have yourself a moving bug a day. See ya. All right, let's go uh, kiss our hands and put it on Ryan Reynolds' mouth. No. I don't want to see a bunch of wieners. <laughs>